What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Mark Marauder Show. Be in the market one trade at a time. Hope you're having a great day out there. A uh, very interesting day of trading today. So let's jump into some of the news articles that came out today. So first one here, I want to talk about Tesla. Uh, so Tesla announced that they're going to be opening a new uh, Megapack battery factory in Shanghai. Um, and so it will be capable of producing 10,000 Megapacks a year. Uh, the company announced in a tweet on Sunday. Uh, the Megapack is a very large battery for utilities that stores energies to help stabilize the power grid and prevents outages. Uh, these batteries enable grid operators to move extra capacity between counties uh, or states and ensure that power from intermediate sources can be stored and used when demand is higher or when there are unplanned outages in transmission network. Uh, Tesla currently has a mega factory in Lanthorpe, California, uh, that is capable of producing 10,000 megapacks uh, or megapack units each year, according to the company's website. Um, then the tweet, Elon Musk said that the factory in China will supplement uh, output from the factory in California. So I think this is pretty big news uh, for the company in general, uh, having, I guess, at this point, 20,000 uh, megapack uh Produce, producing capabilities is going to be good for the company in general. Um, battery technology is definitely one of their strong suits. Uh, that's how they kind of get their large range for a lot of their vehicles. But using this kind of in a different setting for utilities uh, or storing power to help prevent outages for the grid, I think is a good alternative um, and a good use of the technology they currently have under their belt. So it's pretty uh, significant news in my opinion, nothing that's going to, you know, really move the stock up significantly uh, based on that. Uh, ultimately, Tesla had a very interesting uh, day as far as stock trading is concerned. It fell significantly this morning. Uh, in the morning, it fell down all the way to around 177. So that was a pretty low value. Um but started to go back up towards the end of the day and end up ending at 184.51. Um, so it did spike up uh, towards the end of the day, hitting 191.66, uh, but ultimately ending back down at 184.51. So kind of opening, kind of closing uh, close to where it opened at. So it opened around 185.06 and then closed at 184.51. Uh, so definitely a very volatile day. Um, towards the middle of the day was down, like I said, again, around 177. So it may have been a good buying opportunity for some of those long um, bull holders uh, or those people, you know, trying to buy the dip. Uh, but ultimately, you know, I think the big catalyst for its movement is going to be um, its investor day that's coming up on 420. So next uh, in the line of EVs, I want to talk about something that's kind of been on the horizon, something that people kind of been talking about is the $7,500 electrical vehicle tax credit. Um, you know, they're starting to say it may be more difficult to try to get that. This is in uh, parts of the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, set manufacturing standards for new electric vehicles to be able to qualify to the $7,500 tax credit. 
and those rules uh, will begin to kick in uh, on April 18th. So fewer cars are likely to qualify for the tax break uh, at this period. Um, and so uh, it may soon be tougher for consumers uh, to get the $7,500 federal tax credit when buying new electric vehicles due to the U.S. Department of Treasury rules set to take effect um, in about a week. Uh, but there's good news for prospective buyers, those willing to buy a used EV or lease a new one uh, may qualify for a separate tax break uh, that are generally easier to claim, uh, and this is said by tax experts. Uh, so the Inflation Reduction Act, which President Joe Biden signed in August, set a various of manufacturing requirements for all new electric and plug-in hybrid vehicles that were able to qualify for a full $7,500 tax credit. As of August 17th, uh, for example, final assembly of the car had to take place in North America. Uh, the final two requirements, which apply to sourcing of the car battery components and critical uh, minerals, will kick in about April 18th uh, and phase in over the few years, according to the Department of Treasury. So uh, lawmakers aim to encourage uh, car makers to build batteries with domestic supply chains instead of relying on countries like China for essential parts. Uh, in the short term, though, it is expected that the current list of cars uh, for qualify for the $7,500 credit will fall in the number at least uh, until manufacturers are able to meet the new battery rules. Uh, the RS will update the list of qualifying EVs on April 17th. Uh, at that time, the cars that are currently qualified for a tax break may be uh, associated with smaller tax credit uh, for none at all or none at all, perhaps just temporarily. Uh, so $4,000 tax credit for used EVs has fewer conditions. Uh, according to the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, also created the tax credit for consumers who buy used electric or fuel cell vehicles. The tax break for used cars, uh, which took an effect in 2023, is worth $4,000 or 30% of the sale, uh, whichever is less. Uh, this previously owned clean vehicle edit uh, or credit uh, doesn't carry any of the manufacturing rules of the tied to the EVs, uh, amounting to potential workaround for consumers who are in the market for an electric vehicle and want to maximize their tax savings. Um, and so here are some of the major criteria for uh, cars and consumers to qualify for the credit. The car must be purchased from a licensed dealer. Uh, the car's model year must be at least two years old. Uh, the sale price must be $25,000 or less. It must only be available to individuals, not businesses. So if you're trying to get uh, the tax credit uh, for buying a vehicle in your LLC, you're not eligible for the $4,000 uh, or 30% sales tax. Uh, and buyers are ineligible for the credit if their annual income exceeds a certain threshold, uh, $75,000 for singles, $112,500 for heads of household, and $150,000 for married couples filing a joint tax return. Uh, buyers assessed income for the year in which they acquired the car or prior year, whichever is less. Uh, income is measured as a modified adjusted gross income. Uh, you can consult uh, these facts calculated by AI, AGI. So there are some pretty big stipulations. Uh, there's a salary stipulation, uh, so you can't just open an LLC and buy 
uh, a vehicle and get the four thousand uh, dollar tax credit and then you have to get one that's at least two years old and you have to get one from a licensed dealer so it's not like you can just go and buy any sort of ev that you want um, and then with the seventy five hundred dollar one it kind of you know seems like it's aimed directly at um tesla because a lot of the constraints are you know the battery has to be built uh here in the united states uh but we know just at least from the previous um article alone that they source a lot of their products uh for battery or materials from china and so they kind of are already out of the line so this really kind of benefits a small amount of people to get or small amount of EV manufacturers to get the $7,500 tax credit. But then even with the 4,000 one, there's so many stipulations on here. Um, I think, you know, if they made a revision to this and included businesses, I could see a lot of businesses potentially getting EV um, vehicles or EVs uh, as their daily drivers. Uh, it definitely would benefit them if they were able to get that tax write off. Uh, but it says not businesses. So definitely very interesting the way that this was written. Um, but definitely be looking to see uh, what they update uh, or if they update this one, uh, like with the April 17th uh, amendment to add the $4,000 uh, tax credit eligibility instead of just the $7,500 one that was before. Lastly on here, I want to talk about Apple. Uh, so Apple is seemingly to go all in with uh, its move to Mumbai. So the maker of the iPhones and iPads uh, may have started out west, uh, lost Alto back in 1976, but sites are now set east uh, with the opening or with the 2023 opening of its first ever Mumbai app, Apple store. Um, and so if you followed Apple in the past, they've had a large presence in China, but it seems like they're trying to expand a lot more of their production um, into uh, India. So India is kind of like a big market that they've kind of had their eye on and they're kind of transferring out of China into um, India. So I don't think they're going to be closing all of their facilities in China, but it seems like they're kind of ramping up, uh, moving a lot of offices and things to uh, India. So prior to an official rollout, Apple has worked with third party resale partners uh, in India for over two decades. Uh, it has also opened an online retail uh, where customers can purchase Apple products digitally. Uh, still, the Mumbai location uh, changes the game for Apple in Southeast Asia. The company chief executive officer or CEO Tim Cook uh, has looked uh, or has long indicated that he wants to set up a retail presence in India. Uh, nothing that he doesn't want anyone else uh, running the brand for us, uh, which he said in April of 2022. Uh, government officials believe Apple will fully be committed to ongoing India operations. Uh, and by June, January of 2023, a government insider confirmed that Apple was looking uh, to grow its manufacturing output uh, in the country. So definitely going to be interesting to see um, how this will ultimately help their bottom line. If they'll be able to start producing more iPhones and iPads um, or, you know, what their actual strategy is and how it helps their margins. Now, Apple is not strapped for cash um, at all. They have a lot of cash on hand on their on their balance sheet and their margins are pretty good um, overall as far as companies concerned uh, and profits are concerned. So Apple is currently trading um, at a value of $162.03 at the time of recording this. 
um, and they were down today as well. The entire market was down. They fell down to about 160.16, but then went back up to 162.03. So not too bad uh, of a day overall. They only fell 1.60% today, or about $2.63 uh, overall. Uh, their previous close was about 164.66, so they were bearish today overall. But we'll see how uh, they shape up as the week's the week continues on. So that's an update of some of the things that are going on in the market. Make sure you guys go look at Tesla. Like I said, Tesla has a lot of things going on. It seems like they kind of just got written out of this EV tax credit situation, um, but they still have uh, earnings coming up. There are a lot of good news coming with their earnings, uh, and it's going to be a huge day for investors, uh, long-term and short-term. And then Apple, uh, definitely interested to see more updates on plans for them moving into India and what their ultimate goal is and what they plan to achieve with uh, the rollout of uh, moving more of their production to India. So good luck to everyone with their trading, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.